planet Earth, anywhere across the United States of America, EU, or whatever continent you're listening in on. Welcome to the Paul McGuire Report. We've been getting book orders from really, uh, let's just put it this way, very unique nations, and I'll just leave it at that. Unique, highly, (laughs) highly unique nations. Um, I suppose they want to know what this power is that I discuss in the book, Power from on High. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But before I do that, I want to get into what is happening on planet Earth and the United States from a multi-dimensional perspective. Multi-dimensional perspective simply means we're not analyzing everything based on uh, our visual senses, simply our rational cognitive abilities. We are looking at everything that's going on the way it should be looked at, which is through a multidimensional analysis. Now, in order to conduct a multidimensional analysis, you have to get rid of your bias. And the problem is we have a lot of researchers in technology, science, medicine, genetics, or whatever, that they cannot see real reality because it's like they're they're holding up a a prism, a prism, P-R-I-S-M. They're holding up a prism in front of their eyes so that when the light of reality uh, goes into their eyes, it's, it's, it spins out in different colors. And the colors may be pretty, but the colors don't give you an accurate perception of the visual nature of reality. Now, other things that are important is that there has to be an acknowledgement and an honesty, a willingness to be honest, a willingness to say, hey, I was wrong, a willingness to humble yourself and say, you know, my research was wrong. Because you got a lot of guys and a lot of girls being given a lot of money to spin out these reports, but the people paying for the reports, like Big Pharma, uh, et cetera, the people paying for those reports, they want you to write your your research, your scientific research, the outcome in, in a preordained way. So it's dishonest. It's inherently dishonest. Now, where does that take us? Right now, the world in America is going through something that liter- literally has never happened to the human race before. We have never experienced in all of human history, the degree of chaos and the degree of a global radical chaos transformation. We've never experienced it to the degree we're experiencing it now. And so what does that mean on a more micro level? Let's go from macro, the big overarching level, and let's go down then to the micro or microscopic or more miniature level. And let's ask ourselves the question, um, during the last two and a half years, however long um, the whole COVID pandemic and COVID vaccination thing has been going on, along with all of the uh, uh, isolation, the the laws, the the mandatory vaccines, depending upon where you live, and, and many other things. You and me have just been going through, we have just underwent, it's not good English, I'm sorry, we have just gone through a very powerful, very intense, psychological, psychiatric, neuropsychological mass programming where certain uh, Stables, certain things that certain constants uh, that normally you would count on have been taken away from you, like access to friends and family and travel and going where you want when you want to. That, you know, most of you know this, but having healthy personal interaction is not a luxury as governmental officials would like to imply. Having healthy interaction, talking to people, having healthy relationships, having family relationships, having friendships, having uh, 
relationships with your children or family members or parents or whatever. These social bonding fellowship type of social mechanisms are not just add-ons for a healthy life. It's not something you can just take or leave in order to get a healthy life. If you are absent those things in terms of your, your, your social biometrics, if you're absent of those things, you're going to suffer the statistical probability of you getting sick, dying earlier, catching disease, suffering from depression, anxiety, an entire spectrum of psychological ails, psychiatric ails, um, conspicuously afflict quite terribly people who have been deprived of healthy social interaction, people who have been deprived of social bonding, people who have been forced to enter into social isolation, etc. People who can no longer go and attend a church because it's against the law, depending upon where you live, they suffer to a very large degree. Now, the point I want to make is, and, and I've done a ton of research on this, so I'm not just talking out of my hat. The point of this is that the psychologists in the media, the media, educational experts, so-called medical experts, um, and all the so-called experts imply falsely that it's no big deal to cut people off, uh, to put them through social isolation, etc., etc. Well, I want to counteract that, and you need to help me counteract it. Psychologists have known for many decades, so have doctors, that if you deprive people of the life-giving spiritual and emotional nourishment of positive human-loving relationships, if you deprive people of that, and if you force them to go into social isolation and say, well, you can't eat at this restaurant, you can't go to a movie theater, you can't go to a sports game. You, 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 you know, we're telling you not to invite your relatives over to your house for the holidays. Okay, I'm just going to say it for what it is, all right? The people that are telling you that, that the, the, the absence of those things are inconsequential are lying to you. They are literally life and death um, relationships that in order, if we want to have a healthy life and a healthy body and be sane and not be depressed and, and uh, be productive and happy and joyous and not have anxiety, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, then every human being must have a regular diet or a regular input of highly positive, loving, caring, social relationships. That could be found at church, they could be found at the family, that you can find these relationships anywhere. But when you issue laws and issue press conferences where you make it illegal for people to to conduct social business and imply that their social relationships are somehow a luxury, you are out of your mind. They are not a luxury. They are life and death. Individuals must have this kind of social stimulus in order to live, in order to survive and thrive. So my point is this, and uh, I want to dive deep on this on the Paul McGuire Report. We're going to come back in just a second, and we're going to explore what I believe is a deliberate attempt uh, by those in power to conceal from you just how dangerous just how bad for your health uh, participating in social isolation is. Now, I'll be back in just a second. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Be sure to visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. We'll be back in a moment. This is the Paul McGuire Report. Okay, let me share with you uh, a personal experience, private experience, but I think it's important for me to open up and share with you my my private experience because 
I learned an enormous amount from it. Now, now, for the last three years plus, I, I like off the top of my head, I can't tell you how many years this stupid COVID pandemic has been going. But approximately for one entire year prior to the COVID pandemic uh, erupting, so that would make this a total of three years. So for a full year before the, the COVID pipe pandemic happened, I was in a kind of self-imposed social isolation because I'm a writer, an author, and a researcher. I've written 38 books on Bible prophecy and other subjects. I do a minimum of an hour a day radio show, TV interviews, all kinds of things. And in my newest book, Power from on High, uh, I sought the Lord, and I really believe that the Lord gave me a powerful message, and I, I believe that even more so now that the book has been published. But for a solid year, before the, the two years plus COVID pandemic, I was trying to, to uh, condense powerful parts of my testimony and my quest for finding Christ, because there's a lot to share, and some of it I can't share. I shared as much as I could. Um, and so my original manuscript for Power from on High was like 4,500 pages, which in today's world, nobody will read, because people don't read. They've been dumbed down. I don't care if people read or not. Well, I do care in, in a general sense, but but uh, I I'm concerned about doing what I believe God called me to do, and He's called me to write books, among other things, because the power of a book to transform it is vastly multiplied in its power to transform in comparison to television, film, music, and other things. Um, that's why it's so important for you to develop the habit of reading and to instill in your child uh, a love for reading. When you meet people, the people that are in power in our world, the, the people that are controlling things, I'm not saying that these people are good people. This has nothing to do with their, with their goodness or their love. But almost any time you read an interview, let's say, of Elon Musk and all these other people, they will always say, not always, but most of them, they will, they will basically say that they were big readers when they were kids of science fiction books, of science books. In other words, they weren't sitting around watching television. There really wasn't social media in their day, but they were reading. And reading is the fastest way you can neurologically accelerate the develop of your mind. And reading books is the fastest way that you can develop what I would call a super mind. And we live in a highly competitive world whether it's scholastically or jobs or whatever it is. And, you know, you have people like in desperate quests to, to amplify their, their brain power through nutrition, through exercise, through vitamins, through mental exercises, et cetera, et cetera. That's all well and fine. But the fastest way to ramp up your brain, your cognitive abilities, the fastest way to learn how to think outside of the box, the, the fastest way to think big, and the fastest way to think powerfully is to develop the habit of reading going back as far as you can into your childhood. The reason for that, again, is, is that people that read books, um, when you read books, you are allowing your mind to go into a kind of hyperdrive neurologically, biochemically. Your mind literally expands. Why? Why does it expand? Because, because reading books causes your mind to develop new neurological pathways. So your brain expands, your cognitive abilities expand, your memory your analytical abilities, your creative abilities, your artistic abilities, and we could go on and on and on. The, the master switch that activates what I call the super brain is reading. 
And then if you want to take it one step further, if you will develop and instill in your children, if you will develop in them and yourself a passion for reading the Word of God on top of just reading, you will vastly amplify uh, your intelligence level, your perception level, and, and you will develop what I call a super brain. Why do I call it super, uh, super brain? Because right now we live in an age where most people are dumbed down through social media, television, film, video games, uh, and things of that nature. Participation in those social media activities actually lowers, reduces, and diminishes your brain power. In other words, it dumbs you down, it makes you stupid, and when everybody around you is doing the same thing, aggressively dumbing themselves down, aggressively making themselves stupid, then you, like others, are, are part of that novel, you know, the Lilliputians, these tiny creatures who uh, tried to minimize uh, a giant man, so they tied him up, written by, I believe, Jonathan Swift. It's a, it's a classic. So the point is, you dumb yourself down, and the powers that be, the globalist elite, it is their intention, their plan, and their design with very precise strategies. They use the educational system. They use particular learning modalities. They deliberately don't expose the students to intelligent books that grow your brain. And so you put your kids through the educational process, and they're dumbed down through social engineering. That is done on purpose because dumbed-down students that have gone through social engineering cannot think for themselves. They're insecure. They, their brains can only follow orders, and they are handicapped. And I don't mean this flippantly. They're handicapped in the area of their brains. And so these people don't have the brain power, for example, to either recognize totalitarianism and a dictatorship as it grows all around us, because their brains are cognitively impaired. They're dumbed down. And in their dumbed down state of consciousness, they have lost the ability to perceive and understand a dictatorship, uh, a totalitarian regime, when it rises right in front of you. So, Fortunately, when I was a kid, I was raised an atheist, but my parents, my mother especially, I just talked to her the other day, she's a lovely woman, but they taught me to love reading books, to read books, to think for myself, to not rely on others for answers, but to read the books. And so I was an aggressive super reader at a very young age. Now, all you have to do is show up and participate in reading books. Then your mind and brain will automatically take over, and when it's exposed to that reading stimuli, your brain will grow exponentially. Your brain and neurological pathways will expand, and you can't stop it. You will be blown away by the acceleration and the overdrive of your intelligence, your perception, your knowledge, your cognitive abilities, and on and on and on. So when you are living in a society where the average person has been intellectually impaired, harmed, and dumbed down, you have the unique opportunity of rising tall, of being a beacon of intelligence and the love of God, in a dark world, you have the privilege and opportunity of shining the light of the glory of Christ as an intelligent person. You have that opportunity. If you'll take it, all you have to do is begin to read not only books that interest you, but to read the Bible. You know, the heaviest time of my Bible reading was in the earlier parts of my life when I first got saved. 
Um, the, the, the thousands of hours I invested in reading and studying the Bible and actually writing a number of Bibles for Dr. Jack Hayford, uh, formerly of the Church in the Way and the founder of the King's College and Seminary. Uh, he, uh, he asked me, he's going on to be with the Lord now, but he asked me to write all the notes and commentaries from Genesis to Revelation, all the word wealths, which were uh, uh, paragraphs that explained, you know, the translation of a word. So, for example, uh, in the Spirit-Filled Life Bible for students, where my name is put, and that, I'm not trying to blow my own horn, but that, that, of, of all those Bibles, that was the best one, okay, because it wasn't, it wasn't religious, it was alive. And so uh, Dr. Jack Hayford asked me to write all those notes, and those wrote no- notes in the Bible, Spirit-Filled Life Bibles uh, for Students, uh, Thomas Nelson. But you want to get the edition that I wrote again, because it's, well, to be blunt, it's, it's just far better and easy, and it's more fun to read. So um, if you go into that Bible and you look up the word dunamis, you'll see my translation. Now, obviously, I didn't make up the translation. I, I searched through assorted Bible scholars and, and came up with the most accurate translation for the word dunamis. And the word dunamis comes from the word dynamite, which comes from the word the dynamite explosion of the power of God or the dynamite detonation and explosion of the power of God. That's what I put down as the definition. So when I wrote my book, Power from One High, the purpose of writing Power from On High is, is to confront primarily what has become a lukewarm church in America that's spiritually anemic and spiritually dead. And in Power from On High, I challenge myself, but I challenge believers everywhere to tarry into Jerusalem, wherever that Jerusalem may be, Seek the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul, and ask Jesus to clothe you with power from on high. Thus, the dunamis, the the dynamite detonation, and the explosive power of the Holy Spirit occurs. Now, when that happens, society enters a tipping point. Christians in America have the opportunity of entering a tipping point, as they do in other nations. If the American Christian and in other nations would begin to read their Bible and tarry in Jerusalem and actually ask God and seek God to clothe them with power from on high, supernaturally, the power of the Holy Spirit, then that will initiate a tipping point in the spiritual dimension Because the dunamis, the dynamite power of God, which detonates with the dynamite explosive force of the Holy Spirit, causes causal events in our environment, in our social sphere, to to drive people and push people into the arena of the tipping point. And when we enter a global tipping point, which we are in the process of doing now, when we enter a global tipping point, then the dunamis, the dynamite power of the Holy Spirit, detonates the the strongholds from the kingdom of Satan and Lucifer and hell. They are shattered by the electromagnetic frequency, the vibrational force uh, behind evil. They are shattered, and um, all of a sudden, out of the matrix, the matrix is the external non-believing world. It's the world that that has been invented by man. So all of a sudden, out of the matrix part of our reality, there bursts forward, literally, the rising armies of the the law-abiding and peaceful children of God. And we are in that zone, and we're approaching that zone. But But just because we're approaching that zone, it is not guaranteed that we will enter that zone and the dunamis will be detonated. What is additionally required is that God's people repent of their sins, 
tarry or seek the face of God in prayer, stand on the promises of the word of God by faith, and ask God and petition God to clothe them with power from on high. Now, if God's people will do that diligently, then God will grant us what we seek, which is the dynamite explosion of the Holy Spirit, the principalities and powers, the demonic forces, uh, get blown out of the physical world reality, and the armies of God, the armies of the children of God, invade the physical reality, and they, they recapture it for the kingdom of God. They recapture it in the same manner that ancient Israel would recapture the land of Canaan and other geographic territories uh, as God commanded them to do. So, so right now we're in a place that the human race has never been in since the beginning of mankind. And we're facing uh, uh, all or nothing uh, events and situations. If God's people, that means you, that means me, if we will obey God and humble ourselves before God and enter into an an intensified prayer and choose to become uh, law-abiding and peaceful uh, spiritual prayer warriors, we can turn the tide of the spiritual battle around. And what does that mean In, in coherent, plain, transparent language? This is what it means. It means that the globalist elite, the globalist trillionaires, the the Great Reset, the Global Reset, the WEF, the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, all these globalist bodies, the coming one world economic system, the coming one world uh, governments, and the coming one world religion will all begin to materialize right in front of our eyes. And we will see if we will tarry in Jerusalem, wherever Jerusalem may be, and if we cry out and intercede to God with an intensity like we've never known before, God will pour out the power of his Holy Spirit on us, and God will send his angelic armies into the earth realm God will send his angelic armies into the earth realm and drive out the demonic powers and the demonic armies, and we will have a very real possibility of overturning their coup d'etat against God. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. This is the Paul McGuire Report. Okay, so... So for one year prior to the pandemic, the COVID pandemic and all that stuff, which lasted two years plus because it's still going on. And then a year before that, so that's three years, I had to rewrite my book. And I and and it was like sculpting uh, a sculpture, you know, chipping away at, at marble and getting the book down to like 356 pages. So it's lean and mean. And it's not me. It's lean and healing and filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's where the book is now. And people, my mind is blown. When I see the mailing packages go out for people who have taken advantage of the uh, book discount offer, and I see the mailing envelopes of people who are buying 10 books in bulk quantities or one book. And I see all the power from on highs being ordered and the other books like Prophecy of the Future of America, Conquering the Matrix, and all the other books at paulmcguire.us. I am stunned. And the reason I'm stunned is the names of the people and where the people live geographically. Because the names of the people are not stereotypical. They're from every kind of ethnic group. They, they consist of at least 50% men and 50% women, maybe even more women. And women, women gobble up the book. So any, any stereotypes that people may have had about female readers 
They don't know what they're talking about. I've noticed this for years because I would meet the buyers of my books, the readers of my books at Bible prophecy conferences, and I would notice that the ratio of female to male readers, that there was always a very high female percentage. And my books don't fit the stereotypical content that female readers are supposed to like. In fact, I really don't think most publishers, I don't care how big they are, yeah, they may sell a lot of books, but they're, but they're not, let's just put it this way, they don't understand that their female readers, well, let's put it this way, they don't understand that the female readers that are reading and buying uh, books from authors like me are not the stereotypical Christian female of whatever age group. This is a, the, the women, the ladies, the girls who read my books, they think out of the box. They're not, you know, the, 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 the tea and crumpet crowd. And they're really amazingly bright because when they walk over to me at conferences and things like that, they'll, they'll often bring a copy of a book of mine that they bought, but they want me to autograph it, which I'm happy to do. And then as we're talking, they're opening up the book, and I see that they've gone from page one to, you know, 300 pages, and they have meticulously taken notes in, in red marker, purple marker, yellow, you know, those thin markers, yellow marker, purple marker, and notes of all colors. And man, they have studied and studied and studied with a diligence. And so they're not, they, these females, these women are not dummies. They, they are, they're smart, let's just put it that way. And, and so when I see this proliferation of Christian uh, hollow, empty airhead books, that, that to me, if I was a female, I would be insulted, because what it does is it reveals the, the publisher's bias and viewpoint towards Christian female readers. They don't understand th their readers. These women are smart. They're sharp. They're well-read. And most of all, they think. And they're self-educators. Okay, now, um, the other thing is, men, uh, whenever the wife gets the book, the, the man will read it, because the man doesn't want to be outdone, especially when the wife begins to, to speak, and it's obvious that she knows what she's talking about. So anyway, we have an opportunity to change the course of civilization, to change the course of, of America. Knowledge is power. And read those books. Take advantage of those book discounts by going to paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Now, um, so three years plus went by. And I would say it was about six months ago. But this past year has been very, very difficult in the sense that I really didn't think that social isolation and, and not being able to go here physically or go there physically, uh, strict limitations on interaction, interactions with family and friends and stuff, and all the laws that piled up and added it up, I mean, all these laws that restricted and limited your ability to socially interact, they snuck up on you, and they, and they impacted other people, which then has the net effect of impacting you. So what, what I realized, this was about six months ago, it was like something snapped in me. Not a bad thing, but a good thing. It was like, you know, the, the internal gears of my body, brain, and soul shifted and readjusted and it was like I came back physiologically and psychologically. I came back to my real normal, not that God-forbidden, cursed new normal. Whenever you hear the, the words or phrase new normal, you're listening to the vocabulary of scientific mind control. When people are using the word new normal at you through the media or whatever, what they're using is psychological brainwashing techniques 
to motivate you to reject a previous set of beliefs and adopt a new set of beliefs, which they call the new normal. But the new normal um, is nothing more than the old abnormal. The new normal is a highly destructive mindset and consciousness that is cultivated, produced, and grown in the fertile soil of a dysfunctional, would-be totalitarian society. And that's where we are. So, so I knew all this. This is what I do for a living. I mean, I study this. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of it when it occurs in my own life. But I must tell you that even though I was aware of it, I was not fully aware of what I would call the layered, L-A-Y-E-R-E-D, the layered sensitivity and response that was going on imperceptible to me and my psychological being. What I'm trying to say is, no matter how much you understand your own psychological being, no matter how much you understand scientific mind control and psychological conditioning and brainwashing, etc., no matter how much you're an expert in these areas and how much you understand and how strong your will is and how powerful your walk with God is, this is what I discovered. What I discovered was that this new normal mass consciousness, mass mindset, this new normal narrative, this new normal mind control script, which is being distributed everywhere. It's on the Grammys. It's on the Academy Awards. It's on movie awards. It's on movies and TV shows. And and it's everywhere. And it's nonstop. You're being bombarded with lies, with attitudes, with virtual realities. You're being bombarded with that stuff. And so it was like Interesting. This, this just occurred to me. The causality or the relationship between a, a, a small supernatural experience that happened to me and this, this powerful realization that my own consciousness had shifted and had been warped and been shaped by these evil external forces to some degree. So, what I realized was that I was affected. I didn't think I was, but I was affected because I had forgotten who I was. Now, that sounds weird, but I would suggest to you, that because you've gone through the same thing, that to whatever degree you have forgotten who you are, and you're living out a life that somebody else has adjusted and modified, and that isn't right. It's a form of theft. So, what I learned was I had I, I had to I had to grab hold of myself and and make the mental decision that I that I thought I, I I thought I had already made that mental decision, but redo the 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 process and and make that mental decision that you are not going to slip into a subtle thought stream of warped thinking, bent and twisted ideas, new normals, and all the rest of that totalitarian brainwashing garbage. You see, the things that normally wouldn't bother you or affect your mind or embed themselves in your subconscious, things that would not normally bother you, all of a sudden, when you're in a, uh, I think it's called a hyperbaric uh, chamber, you know, the old divers, when they dive really, really deep, they had these very heavy, they weighed hundreds of pounds, hard metal uh, diving suits with big, thick uh, oxygen uh, uh, tubing and stuff. And and if they, if they came up for air too quickly, they would uh, get what was called the bends. And I don't know exactly what the bends is, but it makes you horribly sick, and you can die easily because if if you're taking if your body has adjusted itself to thousands of feet uh, uh, below the surface of the ocean, if you come up incrementally and slowly, your body will maintain its healthy 
programming, and you will slowly come up and everything will be fine. But if you defy the laws of deep sea diving and you come up really fast, you can get the bends and die. Well, this new normal functions like that. In my books, like Power from on High, the, the Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World, Conquering the Matrix, A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, the day, and, and other books available right to you right now, Power from on High, available to you at a discount at paulmcguire.us. Those books will incrementally instill in you a deep but fast understanding of scientific mind control and teach you in simple language and, and easy-to-read, fast-moving language. It will teach you how to overcome and develop your cognitive and your spiritual abilities to be an overcomer. And that's what you have to do. Because if you, if you just float around in your own little world, there are powerful currents and turbulence in our society that without your without you even giving it your permission these powerful forces will pull you down automatically into the mindset the thinking processes and it will just automatically imitate the thinking processes of everybody around you which is not what god wants god has a plan for you your family your loved ones in this time period, we, we are alive in this time period because these are the last days and God has given us a job to do. That job cannot be completed. That mission cannot be accomplished unless we're clothed with power from on high. So when we seek the Lord and are clothed with power from on high, we then receive the supernatural power of God and we are able to be overcomers and more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, which is the goal that God has for us. Now, back to this three-year period. So all of a sudden, about six months ago, I realized somewhere with, with all my vigilance, with all my study, with all my research, with all my uh, you know, delving into all of this, somewhere along the line, I must have lowered my guard Somewhat. Not not totally, but somewhat. Because somehow I allowed the mindsets of the people around me, I'm talking about non-Christians and I'm talking about Christians that, that are clueless. Somehow I had lowered my guard and allowed the mindset of the people around me who allowed themselves to be dumbed down. You know, I could give a quiz and I'm not going to do it of what would constitute being dumbed down? What kind of external actions could you take or have taken which could be potentially a strong indicator that you're dumbed down? Well, you already know the answer to that question. We have to regain ourselves. We have to regain what was... We have to acknowledge that the most precious gift in the world, a free nation with unusual freedoms, the United States of America, with freedom of religion, freedom of press, freedom of assembly, um, and all kinds of other freedoms are in our Constitution and Bill of Rights. We have a constitutional right to, to enjoy those freedoms. And those freedoms have been given to us by God, and that no human government, no human politician has the right to usurp or overthrow the freedoms, the God-given freedoms that God has given us. Now, when we come back in a moment, I want to bring you up to speed with the, with the latest developments of prophetic research, which I believe that, that God has given me and revealed to me. And I am doing everything that I can through this ministry and through the the books that I've written, the videos, the audios, Paul McGuire Ministries, Paradise Mountain Church. I continue to do everything I can, and I ask you to help me to spread our links and this knowledge far and wide. But I'm committed to doing everything I can to spreading the knowledge of these 
constitutional freedoms and, and freedom of religion and freedom of speech so that we can preserve it. And I am committed to educating and bringing up to speed God's people and people in America as fast as we can if we work together uh, and transforming this nation before it's too late. So I need you to help me with your prayers, your intercession, uh, by going to paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Now, I say this all the time, but I mean it. I mean it. Ask the Lord how much you should give financially in terms of contributions or donations, in terms of intercessory prayer, and just ask the Lord. And you shouldn't be afraid of that, because you see, if you really believed and you were really set free in this area of your life, you would know that God would never ask you to do something that would be to your detriment and harm. God wants to bless you. So ask the Lord what you should give, and then whatever he tells you to do, obey him. And remember, we are, we are now, we have been in, for, for quite a while now with this two-year-plus pandemic, we have been in a social zone and an environment where um, everything is, is, seems to be warped and bent and distorted. If we renew our minds with God's word, if we understand the promises that God has for us, then we will have a revelation by the Holy Spirit of God in our inner man or woman. We will have a revelation of the Holy Spirit of God. God will ignite or detonate the dunamis, which means the dynamite power of God, and that will blow the strongholds, the lies, the deception off the fabric of our land. And we can take America back in a law-abiding, peaceful way. But we have to have a revelation. We have to understand that we can't do this with our own human willpower or strength. The only way we can achieve the spiritual victory is to seek the Lord in Jerusalem, or whatever geographic location the Lord tells you to seek him in. Seek the Lord with all your heart and ask God to clothe you with power from on high. Ask God to uh, fill you with the power of the Holy Spirit. And once you're filled with the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, you will no longer be fighting this battle, this spiritual battle, in your own human strength. You will be fighting it in the supernatural power of Almighty God. And that in and of itself is a game, game changer. It is a powerful game changer. You are listening to the Paul McGuire Report. In my brand new book, Power from on High, one of the major goals of the book was to communicate some overlooked but incredibly powerful truths in the Bible regarding how you can walk in the supernatural power of God, or Power from on High, which is the name of the book. What I discovered is that Due to embracing a non-biblical theology, due to a, a rejection of the Bible, going back to, I guess, I don't know, the very early 1900s, God's people began to reject the reality of the supernatural power of God, the, the, the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the mind of Christ. Now, all you have to do, you don't do a program of legalistic works to receive this supernatural power. All you have to do is ask God for what you want in terms of wisdom and supernatural power. All you have to do is ask God, and you ask God by faith in the Word of God and by faith in Jesus Christ. And when you ask God by faith, God will release the dunamis, dynamite power of the Holy Spirit in your life, and you will be supernaturally charged with the power of God. That means you will no longer be an ordinary or mortal man or woman slugging it out in the spiritual battlefields. You're, you're no longer in it alone. You're no longer grinding it out and desperately trying to win a battle with an enemy uh, who is in many respects more powerful than you. 
The minute you ask God by faith to clothe you with power from on high, uh, a radical spiritual transformation occurs where you become more than an ordinary man or woman. You become uh, more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Now, when God's people all across the United States of America and all across the world, when they, when millions of men and women who are Christians, when they begin to simultaneously receive a revelation from Almighty God concerning God's supernatural power and how that supernatural power can be activated by faith in Jesus Christ in the spiritual battle that we're in now, when we make that transition, when we allow ourselves to have that revelation together, there is a massive, massive game-changing power that's infused into our nation and around the world. There are very evil people in this world right now. Their monetary wealth is, is, is beyond calculation. They are referred to as the globalist elite, the, the trillionaire international banking families, and these people belong to secret societies, and they belong to groups like the Illuminati. and. These people only constitute 1% of the population of planet Earth. Yet, uh, even though they only constitute 1% of the population of planet Earth, they own over 99% of the wealth on planet Earth. So 1% of the population, the globalist elite, owns 99% of the wealth of planet Earth. And that is a distorted, Luciferian, unbalanced system. So I'm not going down the list and judging whether or not this man or this woman is evil. That's not my job. God is the judge. But a certain percentage, is, a certain percentage of these men and women apparently are evil. What percentage? I don't know. And then there is a certain percentage that are benevolent, good. Some may even be Christians and potentially open uh, for God, what is the percentage of that? I don't, I don't know, but God knows. So we're in a battle where this one percent has changed its strategy, and this one percent is going to radically seize power and enslave the middle class, the working class, the average American of all races and ethnic groups. This globalist elite or Luciferian elite. They are going to enslave the population of America with transhumanism, with genetic engineering, with uh, redesigning uh, the human, uh, redesigning human DNA, uh, social engineering, scientific mind control, and their, and their end game is to have you and I live like 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 slaves in some third world nation. Well. While they, while they control 99% of the wealth already, but they, that's not enough for them. They don't want just 99% of the wealth. They want to control 100% of the wealth. And they only represent 1% of the population, but they want to control the other 99% of the population of planet Earth. These are evil men. And I want you to think about it. I'm not going to say anything more about that. If you read and research, read and research my book, uh, uh, Power From On High, I go into a detailed analysis of the three multinational globalist corporations that control all of the wealth and the business of planet Earth. The, the top corporation is BlackRock. The second corporation is Vanguard. They own everything, and they also own both sides of the coin. So, like, if you're into politics, they own the Democrats and they own the Republicans. So, this globalist elite, the, the BlackRock Corporation and the uh, Vanguard, they own the world's wealth, manufacturing, advertising, everything, media. They own it all. And, they, and because they have such an airtight control of the mass media, 
every thought, every opinion, every idea, every belief that you have in your head has been placed in your head and your children's heads by these few globalist corporations like BlackRock that have indoctrinated, brainwashed, um, and uh, socially engineered your children and adults so that the average person can no longer think for themselves. They can only think the way they've been programmed to think. Okay, this is Paul McGuire. You need to go to paulmcguire.us, paulmcguire.us. McGuire is M-C-G-U-I-R-E, paulmcguire.us, lowercase. I have special book discounts. Grab them while they're available. Uh, visit paulmcguire.us. If you buy more than one book, there are quantity book discounts. I want to see this book, Power From an Eye, spread uh, far and wide. You can help me in doing that. This isn't a game to me, and I don't think it's a game to, to, for you, or you wouldn't be listening to the Paul McGuire Report. We got, if I could end with anything today, what I would like to share with you from my heart to your heart is that every one of us who know God, every one of us who are born again by the Spirit of God and have Jesus Christ living inside of us, every one of us that fit into that category, I want you to hear what I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to you and to me right now and to other believers in Jesus Christ. I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to them right now all over the world. So I believe we've entered into some kind of zone of a, of a quantum uh, simultaneous communication where hundreds of millions of people are being spoken to by the Lord through a variety of ways. This is what I believe the Lord is saying to his people in America, the American church. And I'm not claiming some kind of word-for-word -word accuracy. I'm just sharing with you verbally what, what I believe the, the Spirit of the Lord put in my heart. And it would be something like, to the American church, and that God is calling that the American church must see now now i'm I'm struggling to formulate the words, and then I sense the spirit the Holy Spirit, the spirit of the Lord coming upon me, and all of a sudden, this disjointed nature in my thoughts instantly is cleared up. I have instant clarity of mind. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, I know what I'm going to say. So it's like a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge, which I explain in my book, Power From On High. And I believe the Lord, not just through me, my books, etc., I believe that the Lord is speaking through his people through a wide spectrum of communication mechanisms right now. And, the, and what the Lord is saying is that he understands the Lord understands the fact that you have gone through weariness due to the long-term struggle and the nature of the battle. But then I hear the Lord speaking to you and speaking to me and saying this. The Lord is saying to us, the time, my children, is for you to rise to my call. and the Lord would say to you, rise to my call, armies of heaven, rise. And I call the armies of heaven to rise peacefully and, and in a law-abiding manner. And so when, when, when we do this, I, I like to cultivate an atmosphere where the Spirit of the Lord is free to be poured out. And I believe that the, the Holy Spirit is free to be poured out right now through, these, through the Paul McGuire Report all over the world. My children, I deliberately and strategically chose you to be here in this great last day's battle, the greatest battle for the hearts and minds of mankind in the history of the world. I called you to be an, an essential part of this last day's battle, and I've called you to rise with the prospect of victory and the 
anticipated reward of being an overcomer. In America, I'm about in America, the Lord says. Now, right now, as I said that to you, I, I, I experienced a very, very powerful transition in my heart and mind and inner man. Just about just a couple of seconds ago. As I began to speak, but I couldn't speak because of the the emotional, spiritual force of, of this transition. And it's somewhat awkward in me, but I believe the Lord is telling you and me, and he's telling his supernatural body of Christ in America and around the world, do not allow yourself to be defeated, shaken, and dismayed by the spiritual battle and spiritual onslaught you have found yourself in for the last two years plus. The Lord is saying to you and me, if you will call out to me with all your heart, if you will pray to me with all your heart, the Lord says, if you will rise in prayer, says the Lord, and if you will ask me in the name of Jesus for what it is that you want, says the Lord, the Lord is saying, if you ask me in Jesus' name, there is nothing you can ask me for that I will not or cannot do. All things are possible with God. The Lord is saying to you, I can roll back this, this unseen oppression like a, like, like a, like a pencil-colored mist in our atmosphere and that has an effect of choking the life out of people long term. The Lord said, you have to understand that behind the people that are organizing this warfare against the, the, the men and women of God, behind the people that are involved in it, the Lord is saying, I want to remind you, it's not just people that are directing a spiritual war against you. The Lord is saying, the people that are ultimately directing this spiritual war against you are the principalities and powers, the dark unseen forces of wickedness in heavenly places, the demons, Lucifer, and all the fallen angels that are organized in this spiritual military operation to, to, to illegally seize back planet Earth and heaven from God and steal it for Lucifer, uh, the, the ultimate fallen angel. So, Lord, we praise you for that revelation. And then the Lord would say to us, that I, my children, I am ready with all of my might. Ch my children, I am poised for victory. I am, and I am looking for men and women of valor. I, I will deliver unto you victory in this spiritual battle. And there is nothing in heaven and on earth that can restrain the full release of my power. The Lord is saying to you and me, I, I desire with everything in me to release hundreds and millions of angelic armies. I desire to release the chariots of fire. I desire to, re to release the, the spiritual armies from heaven, which if you read the Old Testament, you, you see numerous examples of this in the real life historical accounts in the Old Testament. Lord, we call on you right now. The, the Luciferian elite, which means Lucifer and his armies, have stolen from your people so many things. Health, money, jobs, employment, dreams, destinies, futures, and life, and so, life itself has been stolen from your people, God. Lord, we choose not to complain. We choose to go into the middle ground, Lord, and we choose to stand in the gap, Lord, and as intercessory prayer warriors, we choose to stand in the gap, and we cry out to you as we stand in the gap, and we ask that you would send your supernatural power, your angelic armies, to deliver your people from captivity and slavery, and to impart and grant unto your people um, massive spiritual victories, and turn the tide of the entire spiritual battle around. Praise your name, Jesus. 
the Lord is putting on my heart that there are so many critical things to pray for. The only way that we can keep up the speed and the effectiveness of our prayer, the only way we can do that is to continuously walk filled with the Holy Spirit. And as we do that, as we walk in the flow of the Holy Spirit, it becomes far more fluid and far more easier to ask God to answer all these prayers. So, Lord, we call on you right now in the name of Jesus to grant us victory. Lord, break all oppression from our nation, the nations of the world. Break all oppression off of your people in the name of Jesus. And grant us a a miraculous victory, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that the power of the Holy Spirit would come upon your people that you would direct people to paulmcguire.us, and that you would choose to stand with us in this great spiritual battle. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. Mm-hmm.